This is day three, week six of our look through the book of Exodus. So that means we're in chapter 28 today. And this is a chapter that's all about the garments for the priests. Now these chapters, as we read through them, it's easy for us to think, what does this have to do with me? It has everything to do with you. I'll show you as we walk through this why it has so much to do with you and I as we talk about the garments of the priests. But first, just a few verses. What happened? How God began to outline how the priests of God were to dress. In chapter 28, verses 1 to 4. Have Aaron your brother brought to you from among the Israelites, along with his sons Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar, so that they may serve me as priests. Make sacred garments for your brother Aaron to give him dignity and honor. Tell all the skilled men to whom I have given wisdom in such matters that they are to make garments for Aaron for his consecration so that he may serve me as priest. These are the garments they are to make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make these sacred garments for your brother Aaron and his sons that they may serve me as priests. Now, that's just the start, the first four verses. This is a whole chapter on priests' clothes. And in this chapter on priests' clothes, if you were to read through it, there would be a couple of verses just in, in the description of the clothing before we get to the meaning of the clothing. There'd be a couple of verses that would pop out to you. Verse 30 particularly. If you were reading through this chapter, you'd think, what does that mean? Exodus 28, 30. Also put the Urim and the Thummim in the breastpiece so that they may be over Aaron's heart whenever he enters the presence of the Lord. Thus Aaron will always bear the means of making decisions for the Israelites over his heart before the Lord. Now, what is this all about? It sounds just like a tongue twister, Urim and Thummim. And how do you say that? You see this place, this breast piece of decision again and again through the Old Testament. People making decisions from time to time with this Urim and this Thummim. Saul in 1 Samuel 14, 41 asks, inquires of the Urim and the Thummim. The tribe of Levi in Deuteronomy 33, 8, it talks about that God's will is revealed by the Urim and the Thummim. All through the Old Testament, we have this sense of getting to know God's will by somehow, it seems like the idea is they cast lots and whatever of these, maybe they were too, many people think, we're not sure, many people think they were too precious stones and whichever one was picked out of a bag or whichever one had this side up or that side up, that gave a sense of this is God's decision in this situation. Throughout the Old Testament, you have this. People making decisions from time to time, not all the time, using Urim and Thummim or in other places, they'd put out a fleece and they'd say, if it's wet, then God wants me to do this. If it's not wet, if it's still dry, God wants me to do this. Remember that with Gideon. Even in the New Testament, you have some of this. Remember, they cast lots to decide who would take Judas's place as an apostle in the book of Acts. So the question we have is, is this a good way to make decisions today? It sounds sort of attractive. I mean, I can just like throw some dice, and if I get below a seven, then it's this. If I get above a seven, it's this. If it's seven, then I just wait. Some of you are thinking, yeah, that's how to make God's decisions. Absolutely not. That is not how we make decisions today. Why? Because you have God's indwelling Holy Spirit. Now, sometimes God does say wait through His Spirit, but also God can give direction through His Spirit. You have the personal voice of God in your life, so we no longer need things like this. Now, that's the Urim and the Thummim. There is an even more important question in this chapter. And the question is, what do we wear as believers? What do we wear? This is a chapter all about what the priests were to wear. So what are we to wear? 
Remember, we've talked about it several times, we are all priests now as believers. It's not like some are priests and some are not. We're all priests now as believers. Some people think, well, why don't all pastors today, you know, pastors, leaders of churches, wear some kind of special clothes, something that uh, separates them from everybody else so you can say, okay, there's the pastor and there's not. I mean, I gotta look for the guy that's carrying the Bible now to try to figure out who the pastor is, or at least the guy carrying the big black Bible. Oh, yeah, he's probably the pastor. Couldn't it be better if they wear these like special clothes like Aaron did? Absolutely not. That's the wrong thing to do. We're all priests now. All of us are equal before him. So what do we wear now as believers? Well, there's several places in the New Testament that we're told what we wear now as believers. One of them is Colossians 3. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Colossians 3, 12 to 14 says, what do we wear now? We wear compassion, we wear kindness, we wear humility, we wear gentleness, we wear patience. We wear, in a sense, the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. God's Spirit is in our lives, and so because of that, people are able to see the evidence of that in the way that we talk, in the way that we act, in the people that we are. That's what we wear now as believers. It's not some kind of clothes on the outside that give the dignity and the honor now. It's God's Spirit on the inside that He has honored us with. And out of that flow the compassion, the kindness, the humility, the gentleness, the patience. Now, one more time, let me read those words. And think, Lord, where do I need to put that on today? You got up this morning, whenever that was, recently, a long time ago. You decided what clothes you're going to wear for the day-to-day. You wanted to look a certain way for a certain circumstance. What about these clothes? Where do you need to put on compassion? Who do you need to show kindness? Where do you need to have humility? Where do you need to put on gentleness? Where do you need to wear patience today? Remember, these are gifts of the Spirit. So even as Aaron was dressed as a priest, skilled craftsmen made this priest's clothing that he was to wear, and then they would put it on him. You and I are clothed by the Spirit of God. It's not something you do on your own. You recognize you're clothed by God's Spirit. He's the skilled craftsman who works out these articles of clothing in our lives. That's how we're to dress as believers. Now this in regard to how we treat other people. There's another section in Scripture, Ephesians 4, 22 to 24, that talks about a new way of dressing in regard to how you grow in your life. You were taught in regard to your former way of life to put off the old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, and to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So what do we put on? We put on the new person we are in Christ. And then if you read over to Ephesians chapter 6, We read a section of scripture that says we're also to put on spiritual armor. You remember that section that talks about we've got to put on the helmet of salvation. We've got to have the shield of faith. We have to have our shoes shod with the gospel of peace. We've got to put on spiritual armor in our lives to protect us from the attacks of Satan in this world. Those are the ways that you and I clothe ourselves today. But in all of this, as we read through these chapters, about the tabernacle and about now about the priests, we keep coming back, coming back to this same truth. You are a tabernacle, a temple of God. You are a priest of God. So these chapters are about you. 
God wants to clothe me. He wants to clothe you in a different way because now you are a priest. And we've just read how. Now, reading it for me is one thing. Living it is another thing. I need God's power for that. Let's pray for his power right now. Our Father, we pray today that by your strength, through your spirit, you would clothe us today with compassion, with kindness, with humility, with gentleness, with patience. That's how Jesus treated people. So we pray that you would clothe us in a way that in some miraculous way, someone we meet today could see something of Jesus in us. We know, Lord, we cannot do this on our own strength and power. So we ask for your power. We ask for your strength to put off the former way of life, to be renewed in the spirit of our minds, and to put on the new self that you've made in Jesus Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to take a deeper look at what it means for God to dwell with us. 